Welcome to the CBIA BizCast. I'm your host, Ali Warshavsky, and today on our podcast, we're speaking with the Vice President of Human Resources at Arvina, Steve Weiss. He is here to tell us more about an internship program aimed at attracting and training talent to meet the sector's growing workforce needs. Steve, welcome to the BizCast. First, I know, again, we've had someone on from your company, but tell us a little bit about it and where you're located as a little bit of a refresher to anyone who might not have been with us since the beginning of the BizCast. Yeah, thank you. And, and first and foremost, I want to uh, thank you and appreciate uh, the opportunity given for me to talk about our Venice and, and, and this broader program, this Sprint program that we're a part of. Uh, very exciting for us, very exciting, I think, for the industry and in some ways, uh, ideally, it sets us up for some future success here as our organization continues to grow. So to your question, um, Arvinus uh, is a biopharmaceutical company uh, based in New Haven. We actually have quite a storied history in the New Haven area. Uh, we actually go back all the way to a paper published in 20, uh, excuse me, 2001 by Dr. Craig Cruz of Yale around protein degradation and the, the possibilities embedded in that technology. Uh, a very exciting paper. Um, but much like biopharmaceutical industry and science, it, it doesn't move at the speed of light. These things take an immense amount of effort, time and resources to progress. Uh, so fast forward a number of years to 2013 and the founding of Arvinus, uh, again by Dr. Cruz, um, an incredibly important point for us uh, in the establishment of our ProTac technology, which essentially harnesses your body's own ability to degrade and remove disease-causing proteins. Uh, if I were to kind of boil it down to its simplest terms, um, certainly it's far more complex than that and in some ways is embedded in just how long some of these things take to evolve. Uh, but since 2013, we've had a tremendous amount of success uh, in advancing the technology into the clinic. Uh, and we've scored a number of firsts as a protein degradation company, including some important moments for us in terms of, as, as far as we know, uh, first company fully dedicated to protein degradation to go public, uh, which was in 2018, uh, shortly before, just after I had joined actually the organization. Uh, we're close to 300 employees now today. Uh, so over the course of the last five years, uh, really kind of pushing uh, our technology and our programs further. Uh, we're in the clinic now uh, for two uh, compounds, one for our ARV471 program for breast cancer, and then another program 110, ARV110 for prostate cancer. Um, the early reads on these uh, programs, phase two at the breast cancer level, uh, very encouraging from a tolerability and effectiveness perspective. So uh, things look very good for our Venice uh, and thus our continued uh, drive to hire talent uh, and focus on uh, areas where we can do that, such as the sprint program that we're going to talk about. Which sounds fascinating. Um, the programs you're working on, life-changing, life-saving, um, really something that would be interesting for someone who might be going into the bioscience field, right? But And that's why we have you on to talk about the Sprint Initiative, student program to ready interns for next generation talent. What inspired this? Yeah, it's um, some of what I just described in terms of our intense need and, uh, for, for talent, uh, for pipelines um, of talent to, to really kind of feed our growth. As I mentioned, uh, going back to 2018, we were established. We had roughly 13 employees at that time. We're close to 300 now. So you can extrapolate that into the future in terms of our um, additional needs beyond where we are today uh, really creates a, a big demand and draw for really talented individuals to support our science and our technology. Uh, and, th and this program, this program is, is a fantastic way to do that. Uh, it really uh, is, is a couple of different bodies. It's uh, the, the New Haven Regional Biosciences Collaborative that we're a part of, 
uh, in partnership with the Governor's Workforce Council, really looking to identify how we can create in some ways an, a, a bioscience or a biotech uh, ecosystem in New Haven or the New Haven area, or more broadly in Connecticut. Um, and that's what we're excited by. You know, we, we, we definitely see New Haven specifically as a growing biotech hub. Uh, and we want to be a part of that growth and attracting talent into the area and retaining talent in the area. It's a big part of, I think, our commitment uh, to the New Haven or, you know, area. Uh, you know, our history goes back many years in New Haven, uh, in Science Park, and, and now going into a new building uh, in, in future years. Uh, and this is a great way for us to do that. Uh, and it's important to have that uh, collaborative as well, or that partnership, so to speak, uh, in terms of public-private. So I think that really works well uh, in terms of effectiveness over the long term. Yes, yeah, so we just learned about how Stanford is going to be the data science hub and you in New Haven, the bioscience hub. So interesting to see um, the differences in a couple miles up 95. Who qualifies for this internship? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and we're really um, honing in on individuals that are in Connecticut colleges and universities or perhaps folks who have a tie to Connecticut. Again, it's, it's a way for us to retain or engage, uh, both engage and retain uh, individuals that kind of uh, fit within those qualifiers and keep them in the area and, and keep that level of excitement for this industry uh, that we're trying to build in the area and be a part of. Uh, the collaborative itself, as I described, is close to 30 organizations. Uh, some people may um, you know, even wonder whether there are that many. There actually are, and that's, uh, I, I think, just a sampling of the organizations in the area that are committed to this, uh, to this program in building these internship experiences and fairly significant numbers. Uh, and, and these organizations range from very small, um, you know, call it 20 to 30 employees all the way up to the very large, some of the pharmaceutical companies that people be very familiar with. So it's a, it's, a, it's a strong commitment and one that we are happy to be a part of. And you're, you're in an area where there's obviously Yale, there's Quinnipiac. So you have the colleges to um, draw from when it comes to those internships. So say a student starts working um, with you all, what will the student be doing in their internship? Yeah, and, and that's what this collaborative does for us in some ways, because it, it gives us a much broader, um, or, or the opportunity to leverage, I think, a much broader experience as we partner with these different organizations and creating that experience. So we'll be looking for um, internships or be developing internships. And I'm looking at it from a collaborative perspective. I can certainly speak to our business specifically. Uh, but we'll be creating internships across your, your typical kind of drug development uh, research um, functions, whether it be biology, chemistry, um, all the way through functions that support that process, whether it's clinical operations or the development groups, uh, and then even further into support functions, whether they be IT, human resources, finance. So it's a really broad spectrum of opportunities and internships. And the idea is, again, to create uh, experiences um, and skill workshops across these uh, organizations that are supporting the internships, uh, which will give, I think, the individual an even broader perspective of the organizations involved and the different types of uh, work that happens within each of these organizations. And I feel like you've touched on this with every answer to these <laughs> questions, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Um, what is the importance of having a public-private partnership like this? Yeah, and I'm glad we're spending a little time specifically on that because I think it works best when there's a public-private partnership. I think it's because you've got to go across the broad spectrum of policy as well as from a private perspective, kind of real-world experiences which we're able to provide. So having that public support for our, um, our efforts, um, I, I think provides a level of resources 
uh, and commitment that you wouldn't necessarily get just within the private industry. So, um, you know, that, that I think works hand in hand uh, in terms of creating something, something that's meaningful uh, and, and frankly, that's um, sustainable over a period of time, because this really is kind of our first foray, first year as part of uh, the Sprint program, but we're certainly looking to kind of build from that experience and, and include additional organizations as we grow. And you mentioned this as well, but the goal is to keep Connecticut students in Connecticut once they graduate, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that really is, is the goal. And again, I go back to the, the statement of kind of building this ecosystem mm -hmm. in the New Haven area and perhaps Connecticut more broadly where we can create the biopharmaceutical industry and support the needs. And in our most recent survey um, through CBIA, 80% of employers have difficulty finding and retaining workers and over one third, which is around 35%, cite a lack of skilled job applicants as the main factor hampering their growth. Are you having trouble finding and retaining workers outside of this internship program? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Uh, certainly one that's very pertinent to today as you hear all of the stories about uh, the, the battle for talent and then also um, what's been labeled kind of the great resignation and how that's might've impacted uh, our ability to, to recruit and find talent. But you know, at Arvinus, we feel we've got the best talent in the industry um, bar none and we feel very proud of the people that are part of our organization and finding people um, that fit the organization or fit the needs of what you know we have in terms of technical requirements and beyond is an incredible challenge. Um, so that's always been um, perhaps more so today than, than, than years prior. Um, but I think uh, companies that are committed to the process um, and have good systems and structures in place to do that will continue to find the right talent. Frankly, it's, uh, it's just as important on the retention side. Uh, you're hearing some amazing or incredible numbers around what uh, turnover looks like, particularly in the biopharmaceutical or biotech industry. Uh, we've been very fortunate uh, to, to maintain uh, what I would consider to be kind of industry best uh, retention rates um, for, for our organization. Uh, very proud to have that, but it doesn't uh, it, it imply any level of complacency there because we always want to be aware of what those drivers are and continue to, to address them um, and create an environment that's meaningful for, for your employees and we'll continue to do that. But yes, it's, it's challenging and I think that's what this program does, uh, really helps um, build and develop a, again, a pipeline of talent that we can draw from. And then it's up to us once we have uh, people in the organization to create programs and value propositions that retain them over a period of time. I think we've been very successful at doing that. And what's next for our Venice? Yeah, great, great question. Um, a lot, frankly. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we have uh, a number of things that have happened over the course of last year, which were really kind of milestone moments for us. And I think about, um, our, our collaboration with Pfizer uh, on our, I mentioned mm -hmm. our ARV 471, our breast cancer uh, program that's currently in clinic. Uh, that was a kind of co-development, um, co-commercialization uh, collaboration with Pfizer. Uh, a, a really meaningful moment for us when we think about the acceleration of that program and in some ways the validation of the value or, or the technology. Um, so that's created a huge need for us and, and one that we want to continue to build and develop uh, and, and realize over time. But that doesn't, uh, you know, take our focus away from other programs that we have either in the pipeline um, or in the clinics. I mentioned our ARV 110 program for prostate cancer. So we, we feel we've got an incredible kind of platform and technology to leverage, not just within the oncology space, but beyond when we think about IO or we think about uh, neurosciences, uh, there's an incredible opportunity, uh, which is in some ways not unique, but it's, it's a very different kind of proposition for a platform company to have a broad array of opportunities available to them, I think. 
to pursue. Um, I had mentioned uh, you know, we, we are moving uh, in, I projected in 2024 into a new location uh, on 101 College. Uh, it'll be 160,000 square feet of uh, uh, state-of-the-art lab space and office space for us. So that's uh, going to be a huge um, kind of transition for our organization and one that we're very excited about. We'll certainly stay in the Science Park uh, location until that point. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot happening in the organization and there's a lot of excitement uh, uh, for us uh, in the foreseeable future. Well, Steve, I can't wait to follow up and see um, what you guys come up with next. It's, bioscience is fascinating. It's so great to see uh, life-changing uh, drugs and procedures being developed right here um, in Connecticut. So thank you. And hopefully this BizCast brings awareness to that internship program and you have a few more applicants. Great, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. And thank you for listening to this week's BizCast. You can listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, YouTube, or SoundCloud. You can also check out more episodes at cbia.com.